This is Dave Martin, and thanks for joining in today. As those of you who regularly tune in know, normally the Agents of Game podcast is an episodic series about what's going on in the world of geeks and nerds. We're about to start Season 2 of that, but we also throw in some standalone episodes covering events, reviews of movies and books, or anything else that might be particularly noteworthy. Here you have just such an episode. In December, I had the wonderful opportunity of attending the Holiday Comic Con at My Happy Place Comics in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Now, there were plenty of fantastic artists, illustrators, and writers there, and we thought we'd share a bit of our experience with you. First, we spoke with Tony Santiago. Uh, My name is Tony Santiago. Um, I'm a freelance illustrator. I do a lot of fan art, attending a lot of comic book conventions, selling prints of my work. Sounds excellent. Now I'm looking. I've been looking at uh, a lot of the art that you've done. Um, to me, is some of the most realistic, high quality art that I've seen. Uh, a lot of these conventions. A lot of times, people go for the unrealistic style. Um, what made you go for something so realistic? I appreciate that. Um, honestly, my initial intent. What I really enjoy doing is comic book style art. I, I really love seeing that kind of work. However, I'm just not good at it. I, I tried it, and I'm, it's, it's not what I do. Um, I used to do a lot of sports art, so when I would learn how to uh, work with markers or colored pencils or anything, I would use uh, sports as my subject. So eventually that kind of uh, indirectly taught me how to do portraits, how to render people realistically, how to render clothes realistically. So I just kind of stayed in that direction and moved into fan art instead of trying to draw Thor as a comic book character I would I'll I'll draw Thor from the movies and be able to depict the more realistic uh, the more realistic view of Thor very cool I'm personally a fan of that Uh, if I had enough money I would buy every single one of these prints so I very much like that Um, where are you based out of I'm here in Crystal Lake very cool. Now, a lot of times, uh, to be able to to sell this kind of art, you need to travel some. Uh, do you go to the C2N2, Chicago, um, the Wizard World Comic Con, or do you travel to other areas outside of here? Or Yeah, I travel all over the country. Uh, just this past year, I've been to Utah, uh, Los Angeles, New York. Um, I'll travel all over the Midwest, Kansas City, Ohio. Um, of course, the Chicago shows, C2E2, and Wizard World I'll do. Uh, the Walker Stalker shows. I'm at pretty much all the big shows. Very cool. Uh, and I'm definitely going to post your information on the website as well. But for people who are just listening in, uh, where can they find your artwork? Uh, you can go to my website. It's www.tonysantiagoart.com. Sounds great. Well, thank you very much for your time. Next, we caught up with Bernie Gonzalez. Uh, sure. Um, local artist uh, from Gurney, just uh, suburbs a little bit further north of Chicago. Been drawing for as long as I can remember, and probably for the last two years I've been working on my own comic, uh, Midnight Mystery. So it's uh, a 40s, 50s noir with a little bit of supernatural involved in there. Very cool. Now, what got you into doing art for comic books? And You know, I grew up drawing i was always the kid in art in school like doing art that excelled in art class and then i would totally bomb at math and english uh so everyone always told me i was a good artist and you know i did the same thing as anybody else i picked up comics and started kind of doing my own version of a jack kirby or in the 90s the rob liefeld so just kind of learning from them so i was learning from comics how to draw comics 
And then when I got to college, I realized I should probably take some anatomy courses and learn how to actually draw outside of comics, things like still life landscapes. Um, and then I kind of went back around after college and said, you know what, comics was always one of my great loves. I want to go back to it and check it out. So I started doing a few things on my own. Realized I really wasn't, while I like write, reading Marvel and DC, I don't necessarily like drawing the characters as much. Um, but then I discovered Batman the Animated Series and how they were doing all these neat things with these characters. So I started kind of drawing in a very open animated type style. So Bruce Tim, big influence, Alex Toth, Mike Mignola, um, Jack Kirby. Uh, but I always had a fun, uh, like, I don't know, I was a big fan of like Kolchak the Night Stalker, probably a little, uh, you're probably a little too young for that one, <laughs> if you remember. It was a 70s series with the dad from A Christmas Story, and it was on NBC. Not many episodes, maybe like a dozen, but it was about him being a journalist, and it, of course it would always deal with the supernatural. So think of like the show Supernatural, but with like a journalist combined with like really cheesy 70s. Um, so for all that combined, I love that stuff. I love the noir, film noir. Um, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to do what I like. So I'm going to mash all of that up. So Supernatural, noir, and this kind of uh, tongue-in-cheek tone that Kotak had. And that's how Midnight Mystery was born. Yeah, and it definitely shows in your art style. It has a very classic design to it. I love the lines on here. Um, they really look fantastic. Now, uh, where are you based out of? So out of Gurney. Um, I've been there for a little bit over a year. Grew up in Chicago. Um, went to high school in Chicago. Went away to college. Came back. Uh, so yeah, some kind of a local born and bred. <laughs> very cool. Now with art like this, do you travel a lot to some of the different comic cons around the region or around the country, or do you mostly just stay in the area? So I've done everything from Wizard, C2E2, did San Diego a few years ago. Uh, so I've done a few, probably over the last two years, I focused more on local shows as I've been focusing more on the comic and just uh, trying to get the word out for that. Um, the day job kind of keeps me from doing too much traveling, uh, but luckily with the uh, uh, the website, the internet, uh, since the comics are all digital, gives me a chance to share them with people. There's uh, trailers on the website, the one-minute trailers. So I created those so that way folks can kind of see what the stories are about and get a feel for the tone and kind of make it look like something animated. So something in the vein of like Batman the Animated Series or even like the old Superman Fleischer cartoons, if you remember that. Uh, so yeah, so kind of keeps me local, but it lets me get more work done since I'm not traveling to too many shows. So maybe I'll do a few more, but luckily my Happy Place Comics was doing this. wasn't very far, so very neat to be around all these different artists. Very cool. Now, you mentioned your website. Uh, I'm going to be posting your information uh, on, on our page for so people could find it. For, but for those who are listening in, uh, could you let them know where they could find your work? Absolutely. So midnightmystery.net. Uh, midnightmystery.net uh, you can check out all the comics that are there there's over 8 comics that are on there there's actually an entire like 30 minute audio drama that I made um, so it's just kind of in the vein of the old school uh, old time radio with like Sherlock Holmes and The Shadow Inner Sanctum but yeah some really neat stuff that's on there that people can check out hopefully they like it sounds fantastic well thank you very much for your time today thank you appreciate it we also had the chance to meet up with Hal Betzold Sure thing. Uh, I've been an artist, uh, been an illustrator working professionally for about 30 years. So I've always um, loved movie posters. And so the idea behind my art 
is to try to bring some of that classic art style and design to some of the newer things that are out here, like I've got some Walking Dead stuff, some of the new Marvel things, uh, but then also re-envisioning some of the classic stuff like Tron or Wizard of Oz. So that's kind of the idea behind the stuff that I do, uh, just trying to bring some of that older goodness back to the modern eye. Yeah, it sounds really good. Uh, for those of you who are just listening in, I, I hope you'll come to either our side or his because the color on these is absolutely fantastic. Um, what got you into doing this kind of illustration? Yeah, I, actually, um, uh, many years ago when I got out of school and started my career as an illustrator, I really wanted to do movie poster art and uh, took a trip out to Los Angeles, had a buddy who worked out there, and actually had a chance to meet Drew Struzan. Uh, who is the king uh, and uh, a great documentary is uh, the man behind the poster and so kind of got the bug then and uh, he helped me out you know gave me some really kind words about my portfolio but always have really loved this genre of work and uh, I've worked in animation I've worked in advertising different areas but never really got to do this so this is kind of me following my passion very cool. Uh, are you local in the area here, or where are you from? Yeah, I, actually, I'm in the Huntley area, so I'm you know pretty local to Crystal Lake. So, uh, and do you go to some of the regional events like C2E2 and Wizard World, or do you travel uh, outside as well? Yeah, you know, I I have been doing this for about a year and a quarter. Uh, so, you know, while I've been an illustrator, done a lot of things, haven't tried this. Uh, and this year's been really interesting for me. I have, I did do C2E2. Uh, I have traveled to, uh, I was at Dragon Con in Atlanta. Very interesting. So I'm just kind of having a blast with it and just trying to figure out what makes sense for the type of artwork I do and what, what is a good market uh, for the stuff that I'm selling. Sounds great. Uh, for those of you uh, who are listening, we are going to be posting the information where you can find this on our website. Um, but where can we find your work? Yeah, um, you know, probably the best place right now for me is I don't have a online store per se. But if uh, you were to um, uh, just kind of follow uh, the information that I think you guys will put up on your website, I have an email address. People can just email me, tell me what they like. I have my website there so you can see the different prints that I'm offering. And just contact me and let me know what you want. Sounds fantastic. Sounds fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. Sure thing. It was a pleasure to meet you. We had the chance to speak with Ash Masco and Ashley Witter. I am Ash Masco, writer of the Scorriers comic series. And I am Ashley Witter, artist of the Scorriers comic series. And uh, what got you started on, on this speci specific comic series? What was that? What got you started on this specific comic series? Well, Ash and I decided that we should do a comic book together about squirrels. That kind of sums it up. You know, we've been wanting to do a project for a while together, and we both like little woodland creatures, so it was natural to come up with squirrels. Very nice. How long have you? Uh, there's some illustrations here that are obviously not from that series. Um, how long have you two been uh, doing writing and illustrations? Uh, we've been working on score years for about two years, but Ashley's been doing artwork for her whole life. Yeah, I started drawing since I was a little kid, and now I do it professionally. So Very cool. It's always nice to be able to make that jump. Um, now, what got you started specifically doing comic book type illustrations? Well, I went to school for animation and got a degree in video game design, but I really wanted to tell stories, so I started doing storyboarding, which eventually led to comic books. Very cool. 
um, and how long have you been writing for stories like this? Uh, literally since like first grade, I've been making comic books and writing and creating stories. But Scorriers is the first published, you know, piece that I've gotten out right now. So very nice. Have you saved any of your old material just uh, in case it might be worthwhile eventually? Yeah, actually, you know, there are a few crossovers. You know, I've got a couple other projects that are now kind of greenlit to be published that are based off of things that you know are 15 years old at this point. So. Very cool. Uh, now, what would you guys recommend to? I know that a lot of people do this kind of thing in their in their, you know, their own free time, but they don't know how to actually get started doing it professionally um, and having published works. Uh, do you guys have any advice for someone who might be interested in in doing going that route? Uh, yeah, you know how we got Scorriers going. We just came up with an image and posted it up online and just got it out to people via social media, and it got picked up by a publisher. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly industry standard but it worked for us so it's it's you know it's worth trying you know get your artwork out there where people can see it and you know the right people might you know be interested in it very cool Uh, my advice would be to do what you love you know don't wait for a big publisher to pick it up just get it done and then you have a product and then the publisher will probably pick it up very nice thank you now are you here for uh, locally in the crystal lake area or where are you from from Round Lake Beach, so we're about 40 minutes north of here. Okay, and do you uh, travel to like C2N2 to the Wizard World Comic Con or anywhere outside the area? Oh, yeah. we, we've done, we just got, you know, we did New York Comic Con, we do C2E2 all the time, we do Wizard World, we do pretty much all the shows all over. Very cool. Now, if people are interested in uh, looking at your work, uh, we are definitely going to be posting information on our website, so uh, check it out there. Uh, for those of you who are just listening, where, uh, where can the, our listeners find your work? Um, I have a website, ashleywitter.com, and Scoriers is scoriers.com. Scoriers.com. You can get everything there. Sounds great. Well, I want to thank you both for your time. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Alex Johns was kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. Uh, I'm just a classically trained comic book artist. I've been, I've grown up on the classic Marvel stuff, and uh, you know, I've delved into independent work, and I've done a lot of stuff for a lot of different companies: Image Comics, Marvel Comics, uh, just across the board, tons of independents, and uh, you know, working towards a film. Very cool. What you got? What got you into uh, doing this type of work? Like I said, I was always a fan as a kid growing up, and then once I realized I actually could learn to do it, like the pros, then, uh, yeah, I kind of caught the bug and just kind of stuck with it. Very cool. And you say like the pros, and I am looking at these prints and just amazed at the level of detail in them. Um, about how long does it usually take to, for you to, to, to finish a book or a project like that? Well, if it's a book and it's sequential art and it's pages of 20 to 30 pages, it usually takes me about 30 days, 90 days, 30 to 60 days, actually. Um, when I'm doing single images, like cover images and stuff like that, I'll try and spend at least 20 to 40 hours per image. Uh, now, you mentioned you're working on uh, quite a few projects. Uh, what projects would you want people to be looking at? Right now, they should be looking at the case files of Harlan Folk. We're in uh, pre-development for a major motion picture on that. So within the next year or so, we're going to have an answer as to what studio is going to be putting that out. So that's the one you should look at. And uh, over here at My Happy Place Comics, they have copies on hand. Very cool. And uh, so with, with art like this, do you uh, just do local events like C2N2 and Wizard World, or do you travel to other areas, or uh, where might people be, be able to find you? This year, they'll be able to find me all over the eastern starboard. Everything that's going on on the east coast to the Midwest, like Chicago area and east, I'm probably going to be on tour this year. 
Um, previously, I've just tried to stay local in the past couple of years, but usually I'm all over the country. Okay, very cool. And uh, we will have your information on the website. Now, for those of you who are listening in, where can they find your work? You can find me either at alexjohnsart.facebook.com or you can just find me on Facebook under Alex Johns. Or you can go to alexjohnsart.blogspot.com or you can go to idreamsinc.com. Sounds great. Well, I appreciate your time very much, uh, and thank you. You are quite welcome. Have a great day. We also had the great pleasure of speaking with the husband and wife team of Linda Lessman and Bill Reinhold. I started in comics in the early 70s, working in the Marvel Comics offices. I learned from Marie Severin and worked with a lot of people whose names you know. Um, over the years, I worked also for First Comics and later uh, again for Marvel. And with my husband, Bill Reinhold, we've collaborated on a number of projects over the years. I've been uh, working in comics professionally since 1981, mostly known for drawing uh, The Punisher and The Badger. And what got you started into, into this kind of work? How did I start? Um, well, I always had an interest in drawing, and so um, when I got a little bit older, I uh, started to work harder at it to you know, try and perfect my work, and then it really wasn't until I went to school. I went to the American Academy of Art in Chicago, where I really learned how to draw, and that's what made all the difference. There I was prepared to work in any kind of illustration, and I worked in both commercial illustration and comics early on, but... My goal was to work in comic books full-time, which I eventually did. Quite by accident, actually. Um, I graduated from Stevens College with an art degree intending to go into advertising, which I did for a while, but a uh, very short-lived marriage ended up um, with me moving to New York City. And... uh, I worked for S.E. Lauder for a while, didn't care for that, and through a friend of a friend, I got an interview at Marvel Comics and also several other places, and uh, I happened by sheer chance to run into Stanley's daughter, Joni, in the elevator of the Marvel Comics office building, and she took me by the hand and said, here, come with me, and she introduces me immediately to Frank Giacoya, who was art director at the time, and said, can't we get this poor girl a job? Well, then a lot of people came into the room and looked at my stuff and hired me on the spot to do production, which eventually, a couple months later, um, phased into my trying out for coloring, and that went well. So I started on staff at Marvel in 1972, did a lot of freelance work, and I worked with Barry Windsor-Smith on Gore Blimey Press, which was basically publishing his work and producing and distributing, and uh, did coloring for 23 years, um, also for First Comics. But I didn't start out with the intention of working for any comic book company. I thought about illustrating books. I did cartoons a lot. Um, but I love, I love the, the medium. I've met so many wonderful, talented people over the years. And uh, even though I'm not doing regular work on comic books, I do a lot of independent work, commissions. Call me up if you want your convention <laughs> sketch painted. I can do that. 
Uh, speaking of that, um, do you mostly go to the regional conventions like C2E2 and uh, Wizard World Chicago, or do you travel elsewhere also? We recently went to Mount Clemens for a convention in Michigan, which was wonderful. Near and, Detroit. Yeah, near Detroit. Fantastic con. And uh, did very well there. Uh, we've been to Louisville and where else? France. France, yes. Lyon. Twice. Lyon, France. We, we actually, two years apart, we were invited to do um, certain events in Lyon. There is a, an English-speaking uh, enclave of people. Um, the One of the only English-language comic shops is in Lyon, and they invited us to, to do a signing uh, several years ago, and then a year ago, June, we were there again uh, as guests of a major, not only comic convention, but citywide festival called... Uh, what was it called? Ah, it's, it's fleeing from my mind. But in any event, uh, we met people from all over the world. They treated us like visiting royalty. We had a wonderful time. So, you know, that would be the most traveled um, we've been. But we know we've done a lot we of We have a couple things. shows coming up in Indiana. Um, we don't seek out a lot of shows, particularly if people will call us and say, you know, invite us to come to a show and um, uh, but we always make sure we do Wizard World and C2E2 like you said and what projects do you have that you would like to highlight for people right now um, well the uh, the thing I'm most proud of that I did recently was a book called Van Helsing versus Jack the Ripper which was for Soleil uh, publishing in France so the book is actually in French but the, uh, the artwork I'm very proud of and uh, so that's my favorite new project. You're working with Carl Potts right now. No, that's a long story. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Bill's working on, a, on an idea of uh, Carl Potts' design. He, um, he's written a story that takes place in the Philippines during World War II. It's a, just a fabulous story. And uh, Bill's working on some samples to shop it around right now. But he's got... Just this past couple of weeks, he's had three different commissions. He just did a book cover. I recently did a cover for the Badger. Uh, that's a character I drew many years ago uh, for a long time. And um, this will be issue number three, uh, published by First Slash Devil's Due Publishing. Well, and I'm really interested about the the Philippines project just because during World War II, so much happened there that many Americans, especially in today's generation, just don't know about how important the Philippines were. Carl's family, it makes it really interesting because he knows uh, kind of secondhand through family members their own experiences. And uh, so Bill has been doing a lot of research, not only into the places, but uniforms and the way tanks looked and the way people dress. It's a, a period piece. And just like Jack the Ripper, which was researched constantly. I mean, to death. To death. Researched to death. Um, I mean, from houses to horses and carriages and the way buildings looked, wallpaper, hairstyles, beards. You know, everything uh, was labor-intensive because it had to be looked up, literally. So this yeah. current possible project... H historical pieces could be very complicated to, yeah. to get correct. It's easier, for me, it's easier for me to draw a story present day where 
I'm familiar with the styles and the cars and the, what the street scenes look like in any city. Even spaceships are easier to well, yeah. yeah, if you use your imagination, it's easier too. Yeah. Well, I felt fill out when he was inking regularly. I uh, often got the fun job of doing architectural elements, spaceships, anything that wasn't living and breathing. Um, I got the happy job of doing, you know, lamps, uh, cars, things like that. <laughs> uh, now we're going to post this information on the website as well for those who are reading. But where can where can people find your work? Well, BillReinhold.com is where I have my portfolio, and also there's links there to uh, my artwork for sale on eBay and Comic Art Fans, a few other places. So that's a good central place to go. Otherwise, you could find both of us on Facebook also. Yeah. that. Well, I don't have a separate place to find my art, but um, contact me via Facebook. I'm a nice person, and I'll write you back. Sounds great. Well, I want to thank you both very much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. We had a really fun chat with Russell LaSalle, but unfortunately, and almost certainly due to my user error, most of the recording of the interview was lost, which was very sad pandas. But you should definitely check out his work because he has done some amazing things, worked on fantastic projects, and was a real pleasure to interview. I've been to Rose City in Portland. I've done the... This year I did the Las Vegas... Uh, actually, it's called the Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival. I've done that two years in a row now. Uh, I do a lot of anime shows, too. Uh, anime Midwest here in the Chicago area. Next Saturday, I'm going to be doing a day at Connaught Elite, which is an anime show in Rosemont, Illinois. Sounds excellent. Uh, now, for people, uh, we're going to be posting this uh, inform- your information on our website, but for those uh, people who are listening, where can they find your work? Primarily Facebook uh, is how I promote myself. Uh, Facebook.com uh, slash Russell.Lissau is where you can find me. Uh, my books are available on Amazon, on Comixology, through PopGoesTheIcon.com and any number of other outlets. Sounds great. Well, I want to thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you had at least a fraction of the fun listening as we did meeting these fine creators and that you'll join us as we continue to bring you along with us to fun events. And hopefully you'll also bear with us as we hone our craft. Sadly, being fans of the world of nerddom doesn't grant us special interviewing powers, nor do we have millionaire philanthropists to help provide some of the equipment we'd like, but we're getting there. Thanks again, and have a good one.